G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. It's my great pleasure today to have John Kirkby, the founder of Christians Against Poverty, which since 1996 until today has helped 200,000 people all around the world, has five operations in different nations, tens of thousands of people have found faith, and John even received a Commander of the British Empire Award from the former Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth herself. But today, John has launched a new initiative called Isaiah 61M. It's all about mobilizing and empowering the church to reach the lost. And John joins us now. John, welcome. Yeah, nice to be with you, Andy. Nice to catch up after many, many years. It is, John. I still remember being up in Bradford, West Yorkshire with you, breaking credit cards in people's homes who were struggling under £20,000 of personal debt and just seeing that oppression lift off them as you did that. It was such a powerful time in my life. Yeah, obviously started very, very small, um, and yeah, only God could do what he's done, isn't it? Amazing what he does if you give him time, and yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you started Christians Against Poverty, and many people in Australia would know about it, in 1996, and tell us what's happened in the last few years. Yeah, so um, after 25 years of Christians Against Poverty, um, obviously as a founder, you are secure, no, you can't advertise for a founder, so I was very secure in my role as founder. Um, but I just saw the countries, uh, yeah, the leadership around the world, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, um, US, and obviously here in the UK, where you know, a huge organization, um, just saw that, that it was right, the right time. When does a founder leave and move on? So, yeah, left, um, yeah, and it began the journey three years ago and celebrated 25 years. And, yeah, fantastic. Can't quite believe what God has done or did from a small bedroom office and particularly, you know, my background of my life and the challenges I had in, yeah, in growing up and all the rest of it. It's yeah, an, it's an amazing it. story, John. And yeah, be, before we get on to what you're doing now, let's, let's just remember what started Christians Against Poverty. What was going on in your heart to make you step out and start something from nothing? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously as a founder of my life, your life often reflects what you're going to, what you're passionate about. So I had a very, a dilly cup bring in uh, in the north of England, not the richest by any stretch of imagination. And yeah, dilly until nine. My dad became ill when I was nine. I suffered from dyslexia at the time. I was deemed to be sort of educationally uh, sub, um, which was tough, particularly for my parents. Didn't like school, as you would be surprised. My dad got iller and iller. I became wilder and wilder, drugs, alcohol. I became quite a violent young man. Eight, left school at 16, dad died at 18, authorities uh, section basically took my mother away and placed it in a mental institution, she had a breakdown, the authorities looked at my file, I was 18 and eight months to shut the file, said see you, you're on your own mate, so I ended up being a, a door-to-door unlicensed debt collector in one of the toughest uh, towns in the UK, obviously I was equipped for that job just because of my background, but probably more equipped with my ability to read situations and work how to work with people. So I did really well in that. Kind of was reasonably successful. 
married two kids um so if you see me at 30 looked well i was i was a yeah the word self yeah i was a self-made man but underneath the veneer of success um i wasn't very well um yeah not very well not very good with money entrepreneurial with no wisdom yeah not a great combination my first marriage ended ended up lost everything uh, massively in debt living in a mate's room with my two girls on camp beds when they were with me poor struggling and then one guy reached out to me everybody abandoned me people do when you're poor nobody wants to know yeah and yeah he shared his life with me befriended me helped me then he let me know that he was a christian a beautiful faith that he was confident about and then he invited me to church uh 31 years ago last month and i walked into church and just that hole that we all have in our hearts we all know about it we don't often admit it but there's a hole by creation in our heart that can only be filled by the love of Jesus. I walked into this room and bang. So I found Christ in, yeah, 1992 and began a four-year turnaround of my life with my Lizzie coming on board and taking me and the girls on. And then, yeah, we started Christians Against Poverty. So you started it with a burden, obviously, because you'd experienced the crushing, you know, debt is such a crushing force in people's lives, isn't it? It just leads to depression and just disempowerment and and sadly in some cases even suicide. So that burden moved from you suffering from it to actually wanting to help others get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just started thinking I'd help a few people in my local sort of town. I mean, it's a big city, but, you know, just helping a few local, you know. But I knew when I went out, I remember my first clients, you know, talking 28 years ago now, and literally I just walked in and just knew, God, this is what, you had called me to. So that began a 25-year journey of cap growing from a little home office. You saw the office when you were with me right at the beginning. And yet, um, to 500 centres in the UK, largest social action and evangelistic ministry across the UK, helping tens of thousands of people a year and doing it through the local church, um, confident about sharing the gospel, seeing people find faith and then being discipled into the church. So yeah, and really, really felt it was just a God moment for me to go. I was just approaching 60 and felt a real sense of if God has got anything else for me, if, then I've got to create space. Plus, really, really needed to release, just release it. By the way, it's never mine anyway, so it wasn't that hard. But just letting it go. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I still can't quite believe it. But what God, God did, yeah. Then you can dream or imagine. Yeah, what God did, it's amazing. And even the current King Charles, I know, endorsed you guys through a video clip I saw a few years ago. And uh, and the late Queen Elizabeth actually secretly funded Christians Against Poverty, didn't she? You weren't allowed to tell anyone that, but she was actually one of your supporters, wasn't she? Yeah, she she was. Yeah, she was one of our supporters. Obviously, the cap was funded by tens of thousands of people, but she um, she actually got a copy of yeah got a copy of my story that I gave Prince Charles to give to her. I got into trouble when I did that because uh, the protocol guy, we met Prince Charles and Camilla on a private meeting. I took a couple of, book, one of my books to give away. And right at the end, I, gave, I just said to Prince Charles, can you give this to your mum? <laughs> you know, and, the, you know, the whole, it was like like a bomb had gone off. The guy, the protocol guy just sort of fell over. He was like, I cannot believe you said that. But Prince Charles was amazing. Took the book off me and said, "Yes, uh, John, I will give this to Her Majesty." And he gave it to her, and then she she contacted us. That, um, that is an amazing is story. <laughs> yeah, that's how it all happens. Johnny Boy, you can't say the Bradford our Johnny Boy. That's it. The the commoner from Bradford was that in Buckingham Palace that meeting? 
we we had the ceremony with the commander of the British Empire Medal. That was done. Prince Charles actually gave me that. The Queen was doing well at the time. Um, no, we met him like on a. Uh, he was doing a tour, and they organised like a private time for me and Lizzie to meet him. And we actually took a couple of clients with us as well. And he was yeah, just very very interested and very kind and generous, particularly to the guy we took. You know, it just and they knew. Yeah, they knew all about us. Um, yeah, by the way, one of those things where you just go, really? You know, I'm just a lad from Yorkshire. You know, I left school at 15, and here I am sat with the future king of England listening. It's like, only God. But God is able to do abundantly more. He just can. He can do stuff, not just in the big stuff, but in the in the small stuff, in the, in the, the lives that we help, that we know, that we've seen change and find Christ that are still in our lives. That's where my real excitement in the, in the people who were given a chance to live again by his spirit through the church. That's what gets me going. Yeah, amazing. So let's let's fast forward. So you've left CAP, and, and, and God's given you a new vision and a new mission. Tell me about that, John. Yeah. What is it? It's called the Isaiah 61 Movement, i61m.org. Isaiah 61 is the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon us because he has anointed us to preach good news to the poor, the brokenhearted, people in prison. Um, that's We're all anointed by the spirit of God. So I had a year of God challenging me. I hadn't been involved in anybody finding faith personally, although tens of thousands have found it through camp. So I just started to apply some time, effort, entrepreneurialism, took the whole problem apart, discovered, you know, 44% of Christians don't have any non-Christian friends, so they're out. Um, if you have got Christian friends, another 42% of what's left don't know what to do. They think that you have to give a gospel presentation to everybody you meet. Uh, you don't. And then if you get through those two, another 25% left are frightened of being judged. So I took those three underlying problems and basically, what would I do? So I went and did it myself. So I created time in my life to share my life with people who don't know Christ and get friends. I grew in confidence to share my faith. So I made it so that everybody can do it. You're not, you're talking about what Jesus means to you. And the final bit was inviting people to experience Jesus, to share Jesus. And yeah, I realized most Christians, I was the same. Gosh, if we could take the number of good intentions that Christians will make decisions to have good intentions today, go and see a neighbor, go for a coffee, invite a friend, offer to pray, tell them you're a Christian. The list is endless. We make all these intentions, but we don't do them. Why don't we do them? Because you don't do a lot of stuff unless you just set a time, a date, you date it, you set a goal, you share it with others. And I took that principle of systems create the behavior that we want. Because most Christians, vast majority know they should be sharing Jesus and the vast majority want to. So you don't have to do anything on that. But we have been able to build this app, which is a simple goal setting app. You do it in groups, in your midweek groups at church or wherever Christians meet. You do once a month. It takes half an hour. Uh, and I've seen in my life how it's changed me. So you set a goal, just the, what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. Tell someone else, accountability. And wow. So we just had a testimony last week from somebody who did this, exactly that. Befriended someone, went for a coffee with them, cared about them, compassionate about them. Grew in confidence to tell them they went to church and then about their faith and how they'd had challenges in their life and God had helped them. Invited the person to come and experience Jesus at church. The person didn't come, then did, didn't, did. Usual, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And then came to church a few weeks ago, find faith, baptized, and now on an alpha course. And that all came from one person going, I'm not going to have a good intention about that person. I'm going to do something and carve out some time for others. And we only lost a year of trial. Amazing. 
26. It's amazing, uh, John. And and I'm just going to go back because I think most Christians can relate to this. You had a ministry. You were part of a ministry that has led tens of thousands of people to the Lord. But you said to yourself, you know what? I haven't personally led anyone to the yep. Lord. And I think a lot of Christians around the world, especially Christians in you know growing successful churches that see salvation happening yep. on a Sunday, we can get caught up in that, can't we? But what a great question to ask ourselves. Who have I led to the Lord? Who am I reaching out to? Yeah, when you when you sign on, the app, by the way, is free. It's on all the app stores, Google and Android. Just search i61M, it'll pop up. You won't miss it. And we do a little questionnaire just before people actually get onto it. Uh, and we you know, we don't know who, obviously, we know the questionnaire's answer, but one of the questions is, when was the last time you played a significant part in seeing someone find faith? And in the trials, we realized we had to put another option, which was never. Amazing, amazing. And so you, that app's called i61M. So if you go into the app store and search i61M, you can find your app. Yeah. Which yeah, is, I mean, basically, the only one. <laughs> you can't miss it. Yeah, yeah. And, and how, what's the uptake? How many different nations now have people download the yeah. app in? Yeah, so the majority, obviously, the the, the 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 steam behind it really is the UK. That's where we launched. So we've over 2,000 people uh, using it uh, across where we have 600 churches where people are in that are using it. We do um, like a church partnership where we work with the churches um, on a much more organized level. So we'll actually help them to bring it into their church. They're called our partner churches. Um, and then we never thought, I never thought about anything international at all. And then suddenly it started popping up all over the world. So we've got 26 countries that we're calling kind of where it's been used. Everything from, uh, I think it's about 150 people in India. Then we've got lots of people in the States, but also around Europe, in the Middle East, uh, across East Asia, Africa. We've got people using it in Nigeria. And basically it's the most adaptable thing ever because whatever your shared Jesus is, wherever you are, yeah. you know, making friends, wherever you're, growing in confidence to share your faith is culturally wherever you are and wherever you invite people to experience more of Jesus is, it's the same. Amazing. So we're busy scrabbling around now and obviously excited with, I love Australia, I've lived in Australia twice, I love Australia. Um, why didn't I stay? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're really excited. So people listening, if you want to know more, literally, you just go on the website, yep. i61m.org, look on the app, connect with us and we are yeah we are looking uh, really around the world to put some support in yeah and really help anybody particularly churches really who want to make a difference and change the culture can you imagine really the apathy that there is out there i'm being honest now you know you you've got this amazing gift and then we just get from the blessing of basically yeah you know i felt like a rich you know all the amazing blessings all the seed of my bands and building bigger bands. Yeah. No, it's... it's Pull them up down. Yeah, it's so true, John. But I just want to repeat that website. It's i61m.org, and the app is just yep. i61m. App. John, this is an ongoing story, and I just sent some... This is a seed that's yep. just going to grow and grow and grow across the world, and Go we want to hear more updates from you. But I just want to say well done for yep. pioneering something new again, yep. and we wish and pray all of God's blessings and riches upon this new endeavor. Yeah. Father, we lift up those who don't yet know you and those who do know you, that by your spirit you would empower, challenge and convict in a beautiful, gentle way that we should be sharing our faith. And then pour out your Holy Spirit, as you promised, on all of us so that we can share the good news of Jesus and do it with intention and do it with great joy that we have the privilege of drawing others to know you. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks again, John, for your time. Yeah, cheers, Andrew. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.